Step into the opulent world of Renaissance Italy, where beauty meant more than just appearances. It was a reflection of social status and cultural ideas. In this episode of Beauty Unlocked, we delve into the bizarre and dangerous beauty practices that captivated the women of this era. From draining blood with leeches to achieve pale skin, to using poisonous belladonna as eye drops, and the pursuit of strawberry blonde hair at a steep cost. These beauty standards will leave you both intrigued and horrified. So buckle up, friends, for a fascinating journey back in time to explore the beauty standards of Renaissance Italy. Are you ready? Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. If you're new to Beauty Unlocked, I'm Carissa, host of this circus. Welcome, friends. If you've been a long-time listener, you know all about the shenanigans and utter fuckery that is Beauty Unlocked. <laughs> Are you ready? my sugar babies and welcome back to another episode of beauty unlocked today we're stepping back in time to explore the weird and dangerous beauty standards of renaissance italy ah the italian renaissance a period of culture art and sophistication that shaped europe and marked the transition from the middle ages to modernity from pale skin and rosy cheeks to putting poison in your eyes Get ready for a journey through the extraordinary and dangerous world of Renaissance beauty. Let's go. In today's society, we are constantly inundated with images of flawless body types, enticing us to purchase cosmetics, clothes, and diets in pursuit of a more quote-unquote beautiful appearance. However, during the Renaissance period in Italy, the concept of beauty held a different significance for women. At that time, men engaged in debates concerning the quote-unquote woman question, pondering over the nature of women. Hmm, okay, didn't you have anything better to do? Apparently not. Beauty itself became a subject of discussion, of course it did, with many advocating that women should prioritize their appearance primarily to please men. <laughs> oh my... Gradually, the notion of beauty transformed into a woman's responsibility rather than a mere attribute possessed by some individuals. Consequently, if a woman failed to meet the prevailing standards of beauty, it was considered a significant flaw in the context of marriage. Though the beauty standards of Renaissance Italy were not as aggressively imposed as today's, they still exerted considerable societal pressure on women. Women were not entirely shielded from the influence of contemporary beauty ideals, which placed expectations on them to conform to certain appearances. Wow, friends, it seems to me that not much has changed, actually. You see, 
The general consensus is that the Renaissance started from the late 14th century <laughs> and ended in the 17th century. Now, obviously, it varied from country to country, but it, you know, it finished the 17th century. And somehow, men have been discuss discussing through centuries our beauty and talking about us. And today, you have entire podcasts that are dedicated to shitting on women what they look like and how they must conform and it hasn't changed it hasn't changed one bit and i'm over here thinking wow instead of shitting all over women how about y'all go and soap up that crusty ass of yours and think about your fucking appearance instead of always bashing us and telling us that we have to live up to this fucking standard only four minutes into the episode and i'm already i'm 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 oh my i am rattled at this point picture this a society where women were meant to embody virtue and were often separated from men in public and at home a woman's worth was tied to her relationship with men be it god her father or her husband What's more, her husband's status was a direct reflection of her behavior and looks. So it's no wonder that Renaissance ladies did everything they could to look healthy and beautiful, not just for their own sake, but for their husbands too. Pale skin and rosy cheeks were the epitome of beauty in Renaissance Italy, but achieving this look was no easy feat. Forget the countless blush options we have today. These women used leeches on their ears and cheeks to drain blood from their faces for that in vogue rosy glow. Unbelievable, right? But hold on, there's a catch. Overusing this beauty hack resulted in skin lesions, and to hide them, they adorned their faces with fabric cut into star or moon shapes. That's quite the commitment. And get this. Egg whites and vinegar were also used to attain that coveted porcelain look. But the makeup game wasn't just about the cheeks. Affluent women would use saffron and expensive pink rouge to highlight their cheekbones, while the less fortunate opted for a more affordable, earthy red. Blondes had all the fun during the Renaissance, as they were the epitome of beauty. But what if you weren't naturally blonde? Well, fear not, for the ladies had their tricks. Saffron, onion, skin dyes, alum, sulfur, and soda were common hair lightening agents, but these concoctions required long hours in the hot sun to work their magic. And here's the twist. They also wanted to maintain that pale complexion, so they would sit down outside in heavy clothing and hats with the crowns cut out to let the sun bleach their hair. The result? Anything from platinum blonde to carrot top red, but also damaged and brittle hair. Oh my. Quick story time, my friends. So when I moved to uh, Padova, many of you know it as Padua in Italy, um, I was looking for an apartment to rent and my mom was there with me. And uh, my future landlady came to show us the apartment and my mom asked, you know, in English, so like, where are you from? And my and the landlady said, oh, I'm I'm Venetian I'm from Venice. And then my mom looks at me and she tells me in French, est-ce que c'est une vraie Venetienne? Which means, is she a real Venetian? Now, Venetian women were known to have this blonde hair, right? 
Basically, my mom was asking, does the carpet match the drapes? This is where there's a twist. This lady... <laughs> I, I'm telling you, my mom and I, seriously, the, the things, the shenanigans that we would say out loud. This lady then says, oh, you speak French. And then she's, she, she proceeds to speak to us in French. <laughs> you can only imagine... The shock I was in, I just stayed there like silent and my eyes opened wide and I was like, I want, I want to go now. (laughs) Moral to the story, my friends, is this. It doesn't matter how many languages you speak. There might be people around you who speak those exact languages. So you know what? Best to keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Now hold on tight because this next beauty hack is mind boggling. As if leeches wasn't enough, but all right. Renaissance ladies actually put poison directly into their eyes. Yes, you heard me right. Belladonna, an extract of deadly nightshade berries, was the star ingredient in their eye drops. It dilated their pupils, giving a soft and seductive look. But here's the scary part. Belladonna is a potent compound. Just one drop could blur their vision and even lead to blindness. Why would anyone risk this? Well, beauty knew no bounds in Renaissance Italy. Hairstyles were not to be taken lightly either. A high forehead was all the rage, and women who lacked one would pluck their hairlines or hide them under jeweled turbans and caps. Elaborate braided updos, half-up buns, and intricate ponytails were all in vogue and they loved adorning their hair with precious jewels, pearls, and ribbons, adding that touch of extravagance to their sweeping styles. Now a rounded body and full hips were considered the epitome of good health and desirability. We see this in paintings from the Renaissance. Curvaceous women were celebrated for their natural, God-given bodies. Quite a contrast to today's obsession with unrealistic body standards, don't you think? Because today you're expected to have a small waist, no belly, a bodacious ass, no cellulite, which, by the way, cellulite is not real. And if you want to know more about that, check out an episode. I I, I dedicated an entire episode to how cellulite isn't real. Perfect tits, although no clue what that actually means. Have muscle, but not too much muscle as a woman because that wouldn't be feminine. So basically, y'all want a blow-up doll. I'm not sure, but maybe you should check it out if you can get a customized lifelike doll or make do with your fucking hand. What would Beauty Unlocked be without me ranting? Which beauty hack takes the crown for the most bizarre? Was it the leeches and fabric patches or perhaps the hair bleaching sun sessions and poison eye drops? Whatever your choice, it's clear that the women of Renaissance Italy were determined to embody the standards of their time no matter the cost. And that's a wrap for today's episode. I do hope you enjoyed this enlightening trip through Renaissance Italy. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe to Beauty Unlocked and leave us a glowing review. It will be much appreciated, my friends. Join us next time as we explore more captivating beauty secrets from different eras. Until then, love each other and yourselves. Spread some of that sweet, sweet love. Stay hydrated and fucking fabulous. And you'll hear from me next week. Bye. 